I'm Dave Lawrence, and this is the Town and Gown Podcast from Albion College. Town and Gown is a podcast about building the 21st century campus and community through the liberal arts. In the fall semester last year, we kicked off this podcast by chatting with college and community members about their role in transforming the city of Albion. In this, our second season, we'll continue that work and uncover the projects that are making Albion a sustainable community. For this week's show, I talked with Greg Strand, Albion College's Director of Corporate and Foundation Relations, and Danielle Nelson, a junior at the college, that tackled a summer research project on regional trail systems. Together with local government and community organizations, they secured an almost $300,000 grant from the Michigan Natural Resources Trust Fund to connect three regional trail systems here in Albion. The Iron Bell Trail, the Great Lake to Lake Trail, and the National North Country Trail. Enjoy this conversation with Greg Strand and Danielle Nelson. So Greg, where did, where did the idea come from to, to connect these trails in Albion? Um, it definitely wasn't me or us. I would say it came mm-hmm. well before. Um, I can't say when the, the Calhoun County Trailway Alliance or when any formal trailway groups um, formed, do you know? Um, I don't know exactly on that, but um, in terms of like, you know, having Albion be the connecting point, yeah. it already was the connecting point just mm-hmm. based on where, the, where these trails had been laid out. Um, how they, I don't know if it happened just by luck or what. But, a little um, bit, yeah. a little bit. And then we yeah. kind of And being on the 94 corridor yeah. and being just very centrally located um, in, in Michigan, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we kind of got lucky on that. But there were definitely people and plans and, and groups that were intentionally building these trail systems mm-hmm. um, for, for years before mm-hmm. this. Yeah. I, and I don't know if it's 15 or 20 years. Um, but it's definitely been picking up steam. I think, you know, for, for a while it was maybe seen as mm-hmm. peripheral. It was, you know, nice. That's, that's, that's neat to have some trails. But I think more um, what you're seeing in conservation movements is, is actually putting value financial mm-hmm. value, um, looking at quality of life and, and communities where, where you know, non-motorized transportation is, is nice to have and it's sought out. And so, you know, communities promote themselves now based on these recreation trail systems. And so I think the more that conversation has grown and legitimized, I guess, the, the trail movement, um, the more that states and federal funding have started to get behind the trails and because they're not cheap I mean it's a really complicated process you can imagine everything's broken up into private properties and Mm -hmm. public properties and over time um, you know there was there was a period where rails to trails was a a really strategic way to do it because you Mm -hmm. had a controlled um, and it was really nice but you know because things weren't as well organized as maybe they could have been. Some of those railways were sold off and parceled to landowners that were along the way. And so now mm-hmm. we're in a lot of areas back to trying to piece these these sections together. So not only is it complicated, it becomes expensive because of that, that process of trying to build it. And so this, this project, this section is one piece of a network of trail systems. And Danielle just mentioned having multiple trails, but Albion is the hub of three different trails. You've got the um, Iron Bell Trail, which is a statewide, um, used to be considered the Governor's Showcase Trail, um, mm-hmm. and they recently renamed it to the Iron Bell um, because it goes from Belle Isle to um, Ironwood mm-hmm. in the Upper Peninsula, Western Upper Peninsula. Um, that intersects in Albion with the North Country Trail, which is the longest 
scenic hiking trail. It's actually under the National Park Service, but it's the longest mm-hmm. scenic hiking trail in the United States. Where does um, that go from into? That goes from North Dakota to New York. Okay. So, um, wow. Excellent. And recently heard it was about 30 or 40 miles from connecting to the Appalachian Trail. And so mm-hmm. soon, yeah. they probably in the next three to five years, they'll finish that connection and they'll still be two separate trail systems, recognized as two separate trail systems, but they'll actually be contiguous. So yeah. mm-hmm. be interesting when, when that happens. I'm sure there's going to be some more recognition. But, yeah. you know, longest trail, hiking trail system in the United States, Hubs and Albion, with our priority statewide trail system, the Iron Bell. And then you've got the Great Lake to Lake, which is mm-hmm. a designated biking trail that goes from Lake Michigan to uh, Lake Huron. And so those three major trails all intersect in Albion, at least Calvin County, I guess, could be considered the hub, but Albion is the first intersect on the eastern side of the, the, the county, and then they are technically shared trail system until mm-hmm. the, the other side of Battle Creek, where they then split off, and, right. and some go north, some go Go their separate ways. West, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so Danielle, talk about your research that you did over the mm-hmm. summer through our um, undergraduate study program, because you took a look at kind of the effects of these trail systems, right? Right. Um, so last summer, so you know, we had put together the app, our grant application um, while I was doing my internship for the city, and then um, I just kind of wanted to study the process more and um, even try to create some kind of um, guide, I guess you could call it, to creating or you know, working on these trail systems because they're a much more complicated process than I think we realize. And um, and I mostly, I spent a lot, most of my summer interviewing people from MDOT, MDNR, Calhoun County, um, and local cities and whatnot, and just kind of asking them about how they went about doing this. And, um, you know, and, and really, and also kind of telling the story of the trails and how Albion is the center of those. But, um, but then also, uh, you know, just kind of figuring out what are the major roadblocks and, you know, from what I found, it's mostly the land acquisition is the most difficult part of anything because, um, um, like we were just saying with the, uh, you know, a lot of land being sold off and trying to get private property owners to um, give up land or at least uh, grant um, an easement and whatnot, that's probably the most difficult part. But then I think um, Calhoun County has done a really good job of moving forward with connecting these trails, though. And so I really wanted to get a look at what they were doing um, with the Calhoun County Trailway Alliance. And um, not every county has a group like that, so it's really great to see that. And uh, they've really done a lot. And now that I'm sitting on the Calhoun County Trailway Alliance board, um, I'm able to work more directly with that. And so that's kind of what my research eventually led to was, right. you know, seeing how we do this. And um, really the CCTA and the county did quite a bit for, um, for this region. So Yeah. And you were working directly with the city on some of this stuff? Mostly for the internship that I did in the spring, and then, um, but you know, but then communicating with them about the grant and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I met with the DNR um, grant coordinator and whatnot after he had done his site visit and everything, and uh, just kind of asked him about the process and also about Albion as well and what are we kind of doing here. So right. So Albion sits at the crux of of these trails, and there's some economic interest in getting them connected and. Mm-hmm. You know, it can benefit the economy and stuff like that. So there's there's money to help this along. How does that process get started to get the funds to make this happen? It's kind of just a matter of seeking it out, I guess, because there is a lot of money out there. And um, the way it started was um, Cheryl Mitchell, the city manager, she just kind of she threw out the idea of making this area more bikeable and kind of making it a biking community. And so um, when I was interning with her, I kind of just ran with it and looked at 
what we have and then we found you know that, like you said we're at the crux of these trails and then um from there i found that uh the ccta was looking to um, expand the trails in albion and whatnot and then from there just a couple emails later we end up applying for the dnr trust fund grant because there were other groups that were already working on um putting together map the ccta actually they hired sam lovell for, um he's an engineer who uh was laying out the different potential routes and whatnot and that was probably the biggest part of yep. getting this grant together was a lot of that legwork that had been done already yeah and so greg that's kind of where you come in right is is helping the grant process along yep i actually blame my involvement squarely on danielle <laughs> she um I knew I, I knew of the trail work, and I've I've done conservation and environmental work before, so I was I was aware of a lot of the trail efforts. But Danielle shared a um, an email with me from a blogger on the North Country Trail, who was telling a story about you know hiking the trail, and he was going through some of these these nice rural communities, and he's telling all of these great stories about interactions with people, and and his story of coming into Albion. Um, just got stark. Um, he never yeah. mentions any interaction with people. Um, he had a bad experience at one of the the highway motels that he was staying at. I mean, it was it, it, you could have just said it was complaining. Um, but in his complaining, what he ended the blog with is that he recommended on the North Country Trail blog that the trail not, when it formalizes in this region, that it not go through Albion. Hmm. And, um, Talk about incentive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know that that kind of fired fired me up. Um, but but a lot of this stuff was happening at the same time. And so you know Danielle shared that, and we were we were starting a little more formal conversations with the Cowan County Trailway Alliance. Um, and and Danielle initiated a meeting, and you know a lot of the players were in the room. Um, we had some state Trailway Alliance groups. Mm -hmm. We had local decision makers. We had um, you know all the trail supporters, and we had some people that were knowledgeable about the funding sources throughout the state and so the natural resources trust fund um it was a oil and gas i believe um tax that that funded this it's it's many many millions of dollars um that's designated to resource and recreational funding throughout the state and so the trail isn't necessarily the only priority of the fund but in the last three to five years with the governor showcase trail and there's been a really big emphasis on trying to to finalize and finish this and so you know they're making a big investment of natural resource trust fund monies into the trailway and so you know we really kind of got um, lucky with the timing um both upset with a blogger and um, a priority within a major funding source in the state, and so you know it was a it was a natural fit that we apply now, mm -hmm. um, and so we moved relatively quickly. Um, you know things just sped up in in the community, and but being able to work, you know Cheryl Mitchell again, city manager is ready to go. The city was ready to go, extremely supportive. The county trailway alliance was behind us, um, and and literally that one meeting, I would say, mm -hmm. you know we knew by the time it was done that we were going to make this happen. We were going to formalize the trail in Albion. That way, regardless of, of where the other formal sections are established, um, now that the state has funded a major section mm -hmm. in Albion, Albion's going to be guaranteed to be that hub for the trails, and we'll always promote that as part of the community now. That's great. You, you mentioned that this process is expensive. What kind of expenses? Like, what, what makes it so expensive? Um, it depends on the type of trail that you're building. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, in, if, if you look at just the cost of building a road, I think you're, you're dealing with very similar things. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, even before construction though, the, the property acquisitions can get yeah. pretty expensive. So if you're purchasing easements, you know, those, it just depends on what kind of property you're crossing. It depends on what type of person you're dealing with if you need easements. Um, in some cases you're using road easements or other types of easements that, that are natural corridors and, and, and so the, the easement purchase may not be the cost, but then when it comes to construction, I mean, just the cost of if you're doing paved, multi-use, yeah. um, you know, uh, requirements vary, so it might need to be 10 feet wide with two foot clearance, mm -hmm. paved area, you know, you maintain it a certain way, those can get pretty expensive to build and maintain. Um, the North Country Trail, as, as a specific type of trail, doesn't have the same requirements. So right. its section might only need to be a couple feet wide. It's just packed dirt. And so, mm -hmm. you know, in that case, you're not necessarily um, talking about a really expensive trail. But when you want all three trails to be part of the same section, you need to meet all the regulations. And so, right. so that's what we're doing through Albion. And so, you know, we, we, um, we being the city, um, in partnership with the college and, and others received the $300,000 Natural Resources Trust Fund grant. Um, Albion College has committed to a lot of in-kind um, and financial support that would then help um, what will probably be close to a $400,000 project and that's you know that's mm -hmm. just over a mile. So mm -hmm. do the math, right? Trying to get um, from Lake Huron to Lake Michigan and you know Albion to Ironwood and the Upper Peninsula if you were doing this type of trail section throughout the whole thing, you'd be talking probably billions of dollars. So, you know, the sections will vary, the costs will vary, but um, this this section, this this really high quality trail that we're trying to build in the community, um, you know, at about $400,000 a mile. It's a lot of investment. It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you're talking with people like the um, Calhoun County Trail Association and things like that, um, what are they excited about? Like this, this must get them excited to, to be able to bring these disparate pieces together. Like, mm -hmm. what are they looking forward to about this? Um, I do, we just had our you know monthly meeting this morning, and um, you know the, really the biggest thing is just connecting. Being able to connect to other communities is really beneficial, and I mean not only for um, you know exercise and all those kinds of things. Um, we were talking a lot about recreation opportunities this morning too, as well. Um, being able to get people outside, running ed educational programs, um, and just ways for people to get moving. And it's, um, it's really great to see that, but then also preserving that land as well um, and getting people more connected to the outside. Um, you know, a lot of times we forget, I think, that we're in such a really nice area and giving people that opportunity to really get out in it um, is, is great to do, I think, um, yeah. from our point of view. I think the Trailway Alliance, too, I mean, you know, we mentioned beginning that a lot of these folks have been working on this for a long mm -hmm. time um, yeah. and I think you know that that sort of fast tracking of, of all of their work um, and I really do give the Trailway Alliance a lot of the credit um, for for sticking with this there's there's mm -hmm. a lot of people that have been around working really hard and trying to make this a priority um, you know with the state agencies that ultimately become the funding source um, you know I think they're just excited to see their work mm -hmm. come to fruition um, yeah, because I, I mean, I, I only recently joined the board in October and um, I mean, there are people that have been on the board for years and this is years and years of work and fundraising and preparation and then it all comes down to eventually building, um, but getting there is a really long process um, a lot of times because a lot of it is just kind of based on opportunity as well with this. It just happened to come up with the funding. Um, the college was willing to, you know, kind of partner with us and the city was ready and um, 
we got lucky with the easements as well, the land acquisition in this one. And um, oftentimes, you know, you're just kind of waiting for the moment for it all to fall together. But it's it's very much a hurry up and wait kind of game. So um, I think that's kind of the big thing for us too. Or in your case, wait a while and then hurry up and get it done. Yeah. And I, I mean, from my perspective, I'm really excited about the partnerships. Um, you know, I think that the, the folks that were working on this um, deserve a lot of credit, but a lot of new partners and new people mm-hmm. came to the table um, and are very excited. So, I mean, I'm just excited to see the college working collaboratively with the city, with the Cowan County Trailway Alliance, with the State Trailway Alliance, and building relationships with Department of Natural Resources and um, MDOT, um, state agencies, and, and a lot of eyes um, are on Albion. You know, I was at a state meeting, and to hear the state director from Department of Natural Resources, state director of trails, um, I think he must have said Albion 10 times, and his comment was usually, where did Albion just come from? Mm-hmm. You know, we've been talking mm-hmm. about trails across the state, and, you know, we're, we're used to seeing, you know, an Ann Arbor and Detroit and, you know, major metropolitan representative you know, trail sections, mm-hmm. but where did Albion come from, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we're a partner now, you know, Albion's yeah. a player, the city, the college. Um, Put us on the map. Exactly. Yeah. Liter- literally and figuratively. Yeah. yeah. I, I understand the, the natural benefits of a trail system. You get out and exercise, you mm-hmm. see the birds and you, you know, experience th- this, this beautiful area. Um, how about the economic side of this thing? What does this do for the city of Albion or the, the local area that kind of benefits us in dollars and cents? One of the things I think is just the livable community mm-hmm. um, mentality that people are looking for in, in where they choose to settle down and buy a home. Um, there's a lot of people that might work in major cities and they love to know when they come into a town to look for a house that they're on this, this trailway. So it's something that the city can promote Mm-hmm. Um, kind of that livable community residence. idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, I think that the, the college could say something similar. I mean, when when yeah. we're recruiting students um, to be able to say that, that we're part of this trail network, you know, and you're not just coming to Albion, and you're coming to a piece of the region. They were connected to the region. So that connectability um, makes Albion feel bigger. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah. And that there's more opportunities. So I mean, so it's residents, it's students, it's 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 people and activity equals economic right. development. You know, in in that sense. Um, I would say tourism too. I yeah. mean, especially. I mean, I often see hikers going through here that are doing the North Country Trail, um, but they're not going to stop here because there's really no amenities for them. There's not really much of a trail to hike through. The they actually kind of just walk mostly through the city, um, and a lot of people just kind of pass over um, when they could stick around for a little bit longer and if we had some more amenities that we could right. build off of with the trail or blog um, negative things about the yeah. <laughs> hotel on the highway and you know we're getting a new hotel i mean it's not because of the trail right um but it both help complement yeah. the other and and if if people knew that oh you know if i'm going to have a stopping point which i am and i'm not mm-hmm. camping you know and I, I choose to stay in a hotel to know that that the hotel is going to be there i can now plan my route my day my trip around mm-hmm stopping in Albion. I'm going to have dinner. I'm going to have breakfast. I'm going to stay in the hotel. I mean, that sort of thing mm-hmm. um, could be another Comes a destination. Impact. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Or at least a worthwhile stop on the trail. Yep. Yeah. That's neat. So so what happens now? We we get the grant money and then what, what are kind of the year to two year short-term to-do list things? 
this is a long term yeah. project, <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, there's a lot of excitement about this this one mile section in the immediate local area. It's going to connect the campus and the downtown and the river trail, and and it's giving us regional recognition for what we're doing. But um, the next step really um, would be to connect from the south to Homer, and then mm-hmm. over to um, Falling Waters Trail, mm-hmm. Concord. 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 Thank you. Yep. Um, and then through Albion and headed uh, to Marshall and West, yes, yeah. to Marshall. And we're actually, we submitted, we being City of Albion, um, Calhoun County, and um, I think the City of Marshall might have submitted one as well, but some engineering design grants. So another um, sixty to $90,000 that we might get for some design work mm-hmm. so we can actually start designing those routes. Um, to, to connect Albion to Marshall and Albion down to Homer. And so really the, the next step is to, to then branch out. So now that we have our formal section and, and an investment in Albion, it's to connect these, these communities. But mm-hmm. again, we really need to think long-term, mm-hmm. years, if not um, decades, but we're gonna find the path of least resistance to make sure that the trail is established, that people know about it, we promote it, we market it. Um, we don't want this to just be a nice trail in Albion. We want people to, again, from the region, to recognize that it's it's a connection to other towns. So, and which means a lot more fundraising, a lot yes. more planning. <laughs> so the work isn't done. It's no. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot still to do. Yeah. It's a good thing Danielle's young, because. <laughs> no, I mean even just when the time when it comes time for construction, just keeping track of everything that's going on and making sure it's all done right and. Yeah. Um, and also to in the maintenance though is probably one of the biggest things we often um, you know it's great to build a trail but if you can't keep it maintained and whatnot it's uh, it's difficult to do and mm-hmm. we kind of struggle with our 17 parks and whatnot we've got a lot of land to cover already so um, you know raising the money to do that but um, falls under the county's jurisdiction but it still is uh, you know got to kind of work on that part of it as well make partnerships to and raise money so yeah so, Danielle, you came into Albion as a student, and you kind of got pulled into this world um, mm-hmm. through your research and through the city and stuff like that. What was so attractive to you? Why did you want to get your hands dirty with this project? Um, honestly, the reason why I came to Albion College was for the city, just because I mm-hmm. saw a lot of opportunity here to um, just get involved and do something. I saw it as, you know, um, I'd like to go into community development, and this is a really great opportunity. It'd be, you know, great to go to... Ann Arbor or something where everything's pretty much already done and but here it's almost like a blank slate in a lot of ways not entirely of course but um you know for projects such as this and um you know the internship with Cheryl was absolutely wonderful and um you know that's kind of what really got me into it and uh I don't know I just wanted to make something happen I guess before I left here and um you know it's it's definitely something I'll continue being involved with. I'm, you know, I've kind of committed myself to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to maybe more than just the four years, you know, and um, but I'm definitely more than happy to do that. And it's, um, I just wanted to. I don't know, you know, you want to. There's a lot of momentum here, and I think, you know, seeing some kind of physical manifestation of um, that momentum, like for example, Holland Park, just uh, with that, you know, the whole Holland Park renovation and showing that. Um, people really do care about what's going on in this community and we're kind of strapped for resources and whatnot but bringing in whatever we can to um, whatever resources we can to um, just kind of bring about uh, some change based on what people have been working on for years and um, you know people are excited about this community so it's just 
it's great to give people an outlet to make things happen. And so that's kind of why I really wanted to get involved with it is, um, you know, we saw a need and we brought some funding in, made some stuff happen, made a lot of connections. And um, it's just kind of, it's like a snowball effect. There's a lot more coming, I think, because of those connections. And I don't think it's just a compliment to Danielle. I think it shows what, you know, the fact that a student research project within a year, mm -hmm. um, you know, is half a million dollars invested into the community, into trails, and now, you know, people at the state level are talking about Albion. I think that's pretty impressive and speaks to what Daniel just said. I mean, the fact that, you know, in a place like Albion, you can actually make an impact. Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to get lost in the crowds, and it's really meaningful to the community, and yeah. um, and it makes a difference. So I yeah. think it's impressive what, what this ended up being in less than a year. Yeah, I think I just want to see more people care about Albion, too. You know, the fact that they're talking about us at the state level now because of this is awesome. Um, I would, And also, too, I mean, other students and stuff, seeing that they actually kind of, because they know me, they'll be like, oh, this, that's like what you were working on at your internship. And, you know, they kind of don't really get it. But then, um, and it's a, something, too, it's, it's often it's really difficult to kind of, um, I guess, describe the sort of non-physical parts of the community that, you know, the energy in the community, things that are going on, these conversations that are happening. But if you can point to something, then it gets people, they can start to wrap their minds around it a little bit when they're not as familiar with it, when they're not part of those conversations that are going on about what we want to see for the future of the city. But then to see, you know, certain things happening in the community, the physical parts, you can at least begin to show people, like, this is not, you know, things aren't just talk and stuff, and you know, and there's, there's a lot of ways to get involved, too. Thanks to Greg and Danielle for chatting with me, and thank you for listening. You can email your comments or questions to communications at albion.edu and view show notes for this episode at albioncollege.fm. I'm Dave Lawrence, and this is the Town & Gown Podcast. <laughs>